Today we continue H.R. 748 starting with section 4026 covering reports from the Department of Treasury and continuing through to section 4115 covering protections of collective bargaining agreements with air carriers and contractors. This show finishes out subtitle A, the Coronavirus Economic Stabilization Act of 2020 and goes into subtitle B, air carrier worker support. This is Lessons, Lessons from, from the, from the from Screen. The screen. John Boy. Welcome to Lessons from the Screen, the show where we give you a review of whether or not any particular information you can get from any particular screen of any particular kind is worth your time. We waste our time, our energy, and our brain power. So that you don't have to and you are always welcome lessons from the screen as always is sponsored by pax inc a black activist advocacy and think tank organization with the purpose of increasing the quality of life of black people in america through education culture shift and economics you can definitely check them out at www.pactsinc.org that's paxinc.org leave a review leave a comment tell a friend to tell a friend do whatever you can to support them because they are doing what they can to support you and without further ado, let's go ahead and get into it. We are in the second to the last show on HR 748. And we do our Wednesday shows or our shows where we talk about what's going on in the world, the climate while we're doing this. We're going to repurpose those into something else. But you ain't come here for all of that. Just want to let you know that the information you get now on these shows, at least for this show and the the next show which should be the last show on this topic we'll move on to something else finally after 22 sections will only be information about the reports about the hr 748 so let's go ahead and get started so we're going to start out with section 4026 which covers reports and this section basically says that within 72 hours of any transaction by the Secretary of the Treasury under the previous sections, a plain language description of the transaction, including application and approval dates and identities, has to be published on the Treasury website. What also has to be included is the amount of the loan or guarantee, interest rates, conditions, terms, and any other relevant documentation. Now, a report also has to be generated for Congress within seven days of making any loan or guarantee under the previous sections, which summarizes the actions taken by the secretary. The obligations, expenditures, and disbursement of funds during the period, a detailed financial statement with respect to the exercise of authority showing loans or and guarantees, transactions, the nature of the asset purchased, a description of the vehicles established to, to exercise authority and all repayment activity. And this congressional report also has to be published on the Treasury website. And every 30 days, if there is a loan or a guarantee, this information has to be published on the Treasury website as well. It also requires the Comptroller General of the United States to conduct a study on the loans, loans, guarantees, and other investments provided under this title and to provide that report to Congress within nine months and every year afterwards. And these reports also have to be published on the website of the Board of Governors of the Federal Reserve. And the Secretary of the Chairman of the Board of Governors also has to testify to Congress on a quarterly basis. 
eligibility guidelines and application materials have to be published on the treasury website within 24 hours after a contract is entered into and the secretary has to post a copy of that contract now this section is essentially them saying look whatever y'all do y'all need to tell us about it not just tell congress about it in some secret report or whatever the case might be but you also have to tell the people about it or at least give the people access to the information if they desire to find out about it really don't have no purpose no no i don't have any issues with this whatsoever like i've said throughout these this 22 part series i like reports what i doubt is that the reports will ever actually come out and what is frustrating for me is the fact that there are no consequences put in place for the failure to meet the reporting requirements but i actually like the reports themselves so the next section we have is section 4027 which is the direct appropriation section and this section allocates 500 billion dollars to carry out this whole subtitle any remaining funds after january 1st 2021 may only be used for modifications restructuring or other amendments of loans and guarantees or other investments now exercising any options warrants or other investments made prior to january 1st 2021 and paying costs and administrative expenses are also valid uses of the money on january 1st 2026 any remaining funds will be transferred to the general fund of the treasury for deficit reduction so basically what they're saying is if you are looking to get money underneath this title and you don't get it by january 1st 2021 you ain't gonna get it the money that is left in balance after january 1st 2021 can only be used to modify condition or can only be used to modify loans that have already been made so yeah and if there is any money that remains after january 1st 2026 then that money will go back towards the uh, treasury in order to reduce the deficit and i'm sure whatever president is in office 2026 will take credit for reducing the deficit by however much is sent back if any remains to be sent back at all yeah whatever section 4028 it covers the rule of construction and it basically says nothing in this subtitle can be construed to allow the secretary to provide relief to eligible businesses states and municipalities except in the form of loans loan guarantees or other investments as provided in this subtitle under terms and conditions that are in the interest of the federal government so basically this is the section that is in place to kind of try to combat cronyism or nepotism or any of the other things that you've heard me constantly speaking about during this series the treasury the secretary of the treasury can't just do whatever he wants willy-nilly and give money away under anything stated in this subtitle so we can't just give somebody a bunch of money and say under the power of subtitle a of hr 748 and blah 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 and just have that stick no this is not you giving money out uh this is not nothing to that nature everything has to be provided in the best interest of the federal government and these are loans so there you have it on that section moving on to section uh, 4029 
determination of authority in this section states that all authorities except those mentioned in the previous section in the direct appropriation section uh, by the way expire on december 31st 2020 it also states that loans and guarantees may not be forgiven and may not be extended beyond five years from the originating date the origination date and that five-year mark is where we end up with the january 2026 date during which all funds will be sent back to the treasury if the funds can't if if loans and guarantees can't be extended beyond their five-year originating date and there can be nothing uh, given out at the start of the next year january 1st 2021 then that means by january 1st 2020 all of the money should be dealt out that's basically what this is about i don't have a problem with this section i actually think it's kind of sad uh that stuff like this even has to be coded into law but on the other hand you know what i get it i get it i get it i'm thinking it's sad a lot of this stuff has to be coded in because you know people will take advantage of it this one in particular is not a great example of that but when you look at some of the other things we've talked about it's kind of sad but in any case that ends section subtitle a i'm sorry covering the economic stability now we are going to move into subtitle b which focuses on air carrier worker support so moving into subtitle b which as i said a few moments ago covers air carrier worker support we start with section 4111 which covers definitions it starts with a definition section just like every subtitle and every title uh, and this covers the necessary definitions to properly understand the subtitle and the important thing of note here is that the term secretary once again refers to the secretary of the treasury now section 4112 covers pandemic relief for aviation workers and this section authorizes funding exclusively for the payment of wages salaries and benefits to aviation workers 25 billion for passenger air carriers 4 billion for cargo air carriers and three billion for contractors and the secretary of the treasury may use a hundred million of the funds for cost and administrative expenses associated with provi providing financial assistance and they want to make sure that the planes keep flying and the cargo keep tra keeps traveling in the fastest albeit not the most efficient way possible uh, air travel may be the fastest way to travel but are to, to transport but it is definitely far from the most efficient but that's not a conversation for this show in particular so moving on section 4113 procedures for providing payroll support now this section provides instructions for providing financial assistance the secretary is instructed to provide assistance to air carriers in equal amount to the salary and benefits reported by the carriers to the department of transportation from april 1st 2019 through september 30th 2019 air carriers that don't transmit to the department of transportation can use a sworn statement or other appropriate data and contractors can get assistance equal to the amount of wages and salaries from a sworn statement or other appropriate data for paid employees now the forms the terms and the conditions of the assistance is at the discretion of the secretary the procedures have to be published within five days of this law being passed and within 10 days of this law being passed the secretary has to make initial payments to carriers and contractors that submitted requests for assistance the inspector general the, the inspector general can't get it together now get it together the inspector general of the treasury 
the inspector general of the treasury will audit certifications made under this section so we move on to section 4114 the required assurances section and this section says that in order to be eligible for financial assistance the air carrier or contractor must enter into a legal agreement with the treasury saying that they will not conduct involuntary furloughs or reduce pay and benefits purchase equity or pay dividends or make other capital contributions until after september 30 of 2020 the secretary can require to the extent reasonable that a carrier maintain scheduled air transportation services to points served before march 1st of 2020 this should take into account health care supply chains and the needs of small and remote communities and this authority ends march 1st 2020 and here we have a, basically a perfect example of what i was talking about earlier where this shouldn't have to be coded into law something where you have to tell businesses look this is money that you're getting to aid you in paying your workers don't take this money and fire your workers and do things that enhance the liquidity the equity or the, the value of your company or gain more cash flow for your company or make yourselves look good in front of your your shareholders and your stakeholders with this money that's not what this is for and that's where we go back to the cultural problems we have in america this law is a perfect example of something that wouldn't ex wouldn't need to exist if we existed in a better cultural society but again that's not a conversation for this show it's a conversation for another show but anyways we're going to finish this thing out with the last topic for today the last section for today i'm sorry section 4115 protections of collective bargaining agreements now i covered this in an earlier show because it's listed twice in the enrolled bill that i was using when i started creating this series and i stuck with that uh, enrolled bill for continuity's sake but in any case this basically says that the treasury can't require carriers or contractors to negotiate with unions and employees as a condition of the loan and yeah yeah i actually like this because i i do as for as, as much grief as i give private corporations and as i give the government i don't know that i like the government being able to strong arm a private corporation in the, into renegotiating collective bargaining agreements or things like that as a condition of getting this these uh types of assistance so you know on the whole it's cool this this the sections we covered today on the whole i didn't have too much of a problem with i did have some issues with some things and i mentioned those but overall i just want to reiterate the the continuing problem i have with the fact that a single person namely the various secretaries are being given so much power to move so far on their own with no real checks or balances that is an issue in this country and it creates a lot of the problems a lot of the problems that people are seeing and by and large that that people that criticize the government that speak on and by and large it really does undermine the faith 
that people have in the American government when they see somebody get appointed to a powerful position and then able to make unilateral decisions that negatively impacts the lives of millions and millions of people simply because they feel a particular type of way. But that's neither here nor there. Well, it is here and there because it is relevant. But let me know what you guys think. Let me know what you guys think of the shows of the this particular show of HR 748, what we've covered so far. And let me know what you think of the music that I'm dropping in the background. Now, that's new. Uh, the last two shows I've had it in there, I kind of like it. People have been telling me I needed some music, found some music. Let me know if you like this music or if you were expecting a different type of music. Anyways, I'll see you next week. This is Lessons, Lessons, Lessons from, the from the Screen. 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 John Boy. John So once again, I want to thank you guys for listening and supporting. Remember to share the shows with your friends, with your families, have conversations and have conversations with me as well. Give me feedback on what you think about the shows. Definitely the place that you can find all of the shows is going to be the Freedom Train website, www.freedomtrainradio.com. Look for the lesson from the screen tab. Be sure to support us on Patreon, www.patreon.com backslash LFTS. And you can find some of the videos that we're going to be dropping on YouTube, on the Freedom Train Network's YouTube channel. You can also support us by going and purchasing the book, The Chasm by Patrick Irvin. You can find it on Amazon or you can find it on the my personal website, www.patrickbirvin, that's P-A-T-R-I-C-K-B-I-R-B-I-N-E. Com. You'll find the chasm there. Um, definitely support us. You can reach me always through internet or through email. Patrick at freedomtrainnetwork.com. And be sure, last but not least, be sure to go to the Google Play Store if you have an Android device and get that Freedom Train Network app. And that'll give you access to all of the shows up to date. You don't have to search you don't have to you get automatically notified and that is the best way to support us and stay in touch with us definitely check the website if you are interested in becoming a podcaster if you are a black podcaster that already has a show or is interested in joining the network we'll take you even if you don't want to join the network you can definitely go to the website and submit and we are anxious and looking forward to and excited to work with you Catch you guys on the next show.